Welcome to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 17 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. 17 episodes deep with no sign of stopping. We're a runaway train. 17! Enough to last one month. Blah! Blah. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing? Oh, very tired. Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half yeah. hours of sleep. Yay! Oof. Yeah, welcome to Count Creepy Head, where adults don't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of running on coffee. I had I had a moment where I where I got up in the middle of the night, and uh, I instantly had a crazy sneezing fit. And then oh, I saw bad. that the the allergy levels were like insanely high outside. So all all day I've been. I mean, there's I'm I'm. Thankful there's no headache, but I definitely feel that allergy stuffiness. Yeah. Again, so I've Josh, already been. Let me ask you the question: Why the hell do you live in Texas? <laughs> Man, it. I I will say, and uh, when I first moved down here, probably the first two years, I didn't get hit with any allergies, and people teased me and they were like it's gonna get you you just have to wait like it's it's gonna happen oh holy crap facebook is up hey i just got a bunch of messages that's right this episode has taken place during the great facebook outage of 2021 <laughs> for for anyone that's wondering let me set the apocalyptic scene for you, and I'm going to steal Mike's love bar voice. <laughs> Not really, though, because this. Imagine waking up and checking your phone and seeing no Facebook. Imagine checking the next application on your phone and seeing no Instagram. And then imagine checking Twitter and seeing it's overloaded, but loading enough to tell you that Instagram and Facebook are down, and that's why it's overloaded. Oh, dear God, the horror. People couldn't use Facebook for eight whole hours. And it was the most peaceful day anyone has ever known. I, I, I won't lie. I mean, I don't want to steer things too far off track right off the bat here, but I, I can't speak for you guys, but... I had a very relaxing day overall, despite the allergies. <laughs> I mean, I'm my day kind of sucks just because of the extreme lack of sleep. Um, just because, you know, having to get up early to pick up the kid from school and then not being able to nap and all that. Um, that's always fun. But uh, not having the constant Facebook notifications was kind of nice. How when do you sleep? Usually I try to sleep. Uh, well, if I don't have to pick up Caleb from school, like let's say it's a weekend, I will sleep between like seven and three. Um, when I have to pick him up, I mean, I get home at about six thirty. If I if I can fall asleep by seven, I'm lucky. But then I have to get up at two. Um, 
today I couldn't fall asleep until almost nine because of random noises and stuff waking me up. Um, and I can't take anything to help me sleep because if I do that, then I run the risk of oversleeping and not picking up my child. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's not good. Um, but I usually try to take a nap when I get home. And so we, I got back to my house about three o'clock and was like, all right, I got roughly two hours before I got to be up again. And of course, Caleb and volume control are two very difficult things. Oh. I forgot I had an alarm set. Um, well, where does he get it from? Where does he get it from? We're <laughs> recording here. He learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that was such perfect timing. It really was. But yeah, so no, no sleep because of uh, you know loud, loud playing. Um. No sleep <laughs> for Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. Well, guys. What in the holy hell? Hold on one second, guys. Let me see what's outside the door. Let's see what my daughter's up to. <laughs> Speaking of children. Zoe, why do you have a wacky inflatable tube guy? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm recording the podcast. Go eat your pizza. She is trying to. No, put the. She is trying no. to sell a used car. <laughs> All right, go, go. That's enough, Zoe. I don't want to be mean. Come on. All right, you're funny. Let's go. I Zoe. don't want a two like, two thousand eight Toyota Corolla. Yes. <laughs> I don't need a used car. You can go. Yeah. Zoe, I'm doing the podcast. Can you please stop it? Okay. Thank you. It makes a ton of noise. I have to turn it off. All right, I will. Okay. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, that was adorable. That was yeah, that was kind of amazing. Okay, so Parenthood. Um, my daughter got her hands on a desktop inflatable tube guy that she decided to hold up against the door. So it's a giant fan. Yep, she, I've seen those. Opened the door and she was just smashing my face with a giant tube guy attached to a fan. <laughs> and she wouldn't leave. Uh, okay. That is that is one of the the best best analogies of parenthood I think I've ever heard. Yep. 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 That's as Mike said. Volume control. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not their strong suit. Kids don't have, like, a 1 to 10 volume. It's permanently stuck on 11. Mm-hmm. And if you try to get them to turn it down, they're going to turn it up louder. So just stop trying. Speaking of noisy children, I hear Vincent howling. <laughs> hey, Vincent. Hey, <laughs> baby. Okay. Uh, show and tell time, guys. I got a lot of stuff. Did you guys get a lot of stuff? Yeah. I actually did not. I didn't get much at all this week. Mike, what did you get? Uh, well, I'm actually going to start it off with something that's not a toy, but something I absolutely love. Uh, so I have a very so- a big soft spot for the old Halloween decorations, like the cardboard, you know, stuff, the kind you get at like a five and dime and just hang up on the wall. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Every 80s movie specifically. And I'm sure I'm going to say the name wrong, but I think it's Bastille is the artist. OK. Um, yeah. So I, I've been trying to find vintage Halloween decorations forever. 
And I found on Amazon, there's a company that's reprinting a bunch of old ones. So I got a, a ton of uh, the old, like the, the ones I had as a kid. And so I'm hanging those up all around my house. And then there's an artist I follow called One Man Riot, and it's R-I-E-T, uh, Riot. And um, he did the vintage Halloween decorations, but with a little twist, he had the Puppet Master characters, Ooh. Uh, Sam from Trick or Treat, and the uh, the Halloween 3 trio. And oh, he, I think I've seen those, yeah. Oh, they're gorgeous. And, and like they're, they're straight up like old school designs but with these characters and the, the coloring is gorgeous. Everything just screams like vintage Halloween decoration. And I mean, it was kind of pricey for, well, I mean, I thought it was kind of pricey when I was ordering them because I didn't realize how big they were. Um, I ended up dropping, it was about 65 bucks on all three packs, but each pack you get four of them, which I also didn't realize you got four in each pack, but they're, they're good size. Like they're like, you know, 12 by 12, like they're big. Um, so Damn, I have, that is big. Yeah. So I'm going to be hanging those up all over my kitchen. <laughs> I was showing them to my wife and she got really excited about the uh, trick or treat ones. A little grossed out by one of the uh, Halloween three because one of them is a little kid's face exploding with bugs. Um, oh, that's great. Which is amazing because it's like this smiling little child with bugs coming out of their teeth. You know, I kind of have like a hard no when kids are in danger in movies now. But Halloween three doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. <laughs> you know, they they make it really easy to be okay with the violence in Halloween 3 with the they, repetitive three however many days till Halloween in the kid's voice. Yeah, <laughs> and that kid's a little turd. So, right. like, it gets to a certain point in the movie where you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, just kill the kids. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I am okay with violence against children if the kids are established little turds and jerks. Right. Then it's okay, but if they're like... For cheap threat, like, you know, cheap terror in the movie, it's a kid in danger that's a perfect little angel. No, don't do that. Don't kill the dog. You leave the little girl alone. But if it's a kid that's like an established. It's okay. (laughs) Like in in Puppet Master 2, when Torch sets that kid on fire. (laughs) You get a thumbs up for me. Yeah. Oh, man. but um, I also finally got my hands on the NECA uh, New Blood Jason. And yep. holy hell. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I will say, as with most NECA, pro, pro, uh, most NECA products, the accessories feel a bit um, fragile. But overall, the figure is just amazing. Like, this, this is my favorite Jason that they've produced so far. He's absolutely. Um, and it's kind of funny because uh, I, I know I know Josh Strasberg will be listening to this. He actually found one and was texting me while I was in uh, I was in the theater going to see Venom. So I had my phone off and I didn't notice. Um, he was like, is this the one you're looking for? And he, and he picked it up for me. And then on my way home, I found it at my target. <laughs> so and he was telling me, he was like, oh, this thing is really cool. I was like, well, you know what? And I sent him the the PayPal money and I'm like, you keep it now. It's yours. So I'm like, you don't collect toys, but you need to own this because you're as big of a Jason fan as I am. So, but uh, yeah, cause that's, that's like, I'm one of those people now that want everybody to own that <laughs> because it's, it's just such a good figure. It's the perfect toy. It so is. Yeah. I, I almost bought it yesterday and I'm, I'm going to go back to the store probably tomorrow and see if they still have it. Uh... I, 
Yeah, Honestly, it's like Walgreens. That's yeah, that's where I saw it, actually. And then the other thing, I didn't get it this week. I actually got it last week and forgot to mention it, but the uh, Redeemer figure from Spawn. What'd you think? Um, I really like that figure. It's a great figure. My only complaint is that the wings are super heavy. And because you can't really, like, they don't have a second point of articulation. Like, you can't kind of fold them up behind him. Um, it, it always, like, tips the figure backward. As so, per usual with Redeemer figures with McFarlane. Right. You kind of have to find that that sweet spot or have, like, a flight stand or something to, to sit him on. Or um, just lean him against the back of a display. Which is kind the of what I... <laughs> I just or lean take the wings off. The sweet spot is his penis. That's right. <laughs> but articulation wise, like it's it's a it's a great figure. Um the armor surprisingly does not get in the way of the articulation. It's pliable enough where you can still get his arms in pretty much any pose you want. Um the sword is awesome looking and uh, and he, you know, grips it really nice so it's not like going to f- constantly fall out of his hand like unfortunately a lot of old spawn toys used to have. Um Yeah, I'm I'm consistently impressed. Like I love that violator figure that that might be like one of my favorite toys of the year. Um, and that Redeemer figure is, is he's up there as well. So I, I can't wait to see what McFarlane puts out next with this line. That Violator might've been my figure of the year if it wasn't for Jason. Yeah. Jason's, <laughs> he's really up there. Violator is another one that I saw yesterday, but had that pause where it was like, I want you, but I don't want to spend $50 right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you might get lucky. Wait for a coupon on the uh, Red app if you have that. Uh, that's usually like the two, three times a year when they do like spend X, like $100, get $25 off. That's when I just like overload on toys. Uh, that's, yeah, I usually do too. <laughs> that's usually when I get all of my Marble Legends are those like quarterly sales that they do. Um, Josh, tell me what you got. Oh man, I've got I've got a little bit of a list here. Um, I will start off with the most exciting, well, the the new freshest thing to talk about because it's the newest toy line. Uh, I got the brand new Masters of the Universe Trap Jaw based on the Netflix animated series. Holy crap, I love it. Yeah, like it's, I have Skeletor. I I, I kind of want to say it's a perfect toy. I want to bash things with it. It reminds me, it almost reminds me, uh, stylistically, of if they put 2000X designs on a vintage buck. Like, it's yeah. not quite a vintage buck, but it it really it has that feeling to me. I That's, have one complaint that you probably didn't catch with Trapjaw. So that? I bought, I couldn't find the individual figures, but I found the vehicles and the playset. So I bought Disco Skeletor on Pain Thor, the motorcycle. Pain Thor, I love it. So <laughs> their hands are similar in design to the vintage He-Man hands in that they're doing thumbs up. Yes. And their fingers are wrapped around and you kind of snap the weapons into a groove. The problem with this is there's really not much stopping the weapon from falling out of the hands. So 
Skeletor on Painthor comes with the Havoc Staff, which coincidentally is hollow in the back. Um, it falls out of his hand because no, he doesn't boo. have a thumb to wrap around to hold it to keep it from falling. Oh, yeah, that that's I I you are right in that I don't have that problem because Trapjaw's accessory is a big flame burst accessory. Uh, and I appreciate that it's well sculpted, so it doesn't have any uh, any notches to like lock in or launch, but it fits in his arm very nicely. If you press it in a little bit, it does sit there nicely without like shaking out quickly. Yeah, like if you're messing with the Thunder Punch feature, though, he will throw it across the room. Yep. Yep, he will. And I love it. Oh, I love it. Um, oh. I also found, I don't think we've, I don't know if, did we talk about the Netflix Stranger Things? Yeah, uh, uh, I saw week? those today and I just, like Violator, I was like, I don't need this right now. Um, yeah, I grabbed, we didn't talk about it though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So it, it happened between shows. Uh, there was a, like a random announcement that Pandai was doing almost Ghostbusters Fright feature style Netflix Stranger Things figures. I don't know why Netflix is part of the title, but it is. Take it, Netflix. It's free advertising. Uh, holy crap, they're just fun toys. Like again, like Trapjaw, they just they feel they feel very vintagey in the best way. They're very toyetic. Uh, in that, as soon as you pick them up, you just want to repeatedly do the action feature. And I think this is the first toy to ever have a bloody nose as an action feature. And yeah. it works so freaking well. Like, I just I, love that it's a little drop of red that comes out of her nose. I saw that today and I was like, that's worth the money, but I just, I spent so much this week on toys and I couldn't do it. I, I'm sure they won't disappear. Yeah, it's one of those, like, you know, I get some extra cash, that's probably the top of the list. Unless there's He-Man out there for yeah. me to buy. And like the new He-Man figures, I appreciate their cheap price point. Yes. Like, and you get a, it's, it's a really nice toy, especially for that price point. Speaking of price points, these new Masters, 10 bucks. Yeah. New, new Masters with the vehicles, 20 A guy in a vehicle for 20 bucks is unheard of. And it's a quality vehicle there's no gimmicks it's just a straight up motorcycle like i don't know what else you want that you have an imagination steel. that's all you need i am unquestionably getting the uh the chaos snake as soon as i see it i saw it today and i was i couldn't i just it's not in the show and i was like i don't where am i gonna put the, i don't know so i didn't get it's it. uh it's 30 bucks right i believe so might have been 25 Hey, either way, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but we'll uh, see. This is a week where I absolutely have loved everything I've I've bought. Uh, I also grabbed the Studio Series 86 Shardicon, specifically Gnaw. Shardicon. Mhm. So it's it always the, sounds the like shit Shardicon. robots. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought that's what um, you said, but I'm like, uh, maybe I'm hearing it wrong. No, you didn't hear it wrong. <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, it's specifically Gnaw, since sometimes they don't name them. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man, he's fun. His stupid little arms. 
I mean, the design lends itself to weirdness, since they're little ball sharks, little robot ball sharks. Mm-hmm. But the uh, and then it turns into a, a really stubby Danny DeVito figure. So apparently Transformers just turn into Danny DeVito now. I love it. It's the year of Danny DeVito. Uh, actually, the uh, and the funny thing is to to round it out. Uh, I earlier today, which makes me really glad I didn't pull the trigger on Violator or Jason. I found Studio Series Slug. Cool. That's a oh, nice. big toy. He is beefy. Uh, going through the transformation the first time, he doesn't feel as intuitive as Grimlock. But at the same time, then, like, the second time through, it's kind of like, oh, wait, this this is basically the vintage transformation jazzed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I was wondering, because I, I love how simplistic and intuitive the Grimlock transformation is. This this isn't quite as simple as intuitive, but having had the original, uh, I didn't have vintage Grimlock, mm-hmm. but I did have vintage, I think he was slag in the vintage line. Yeah. But uh, it, this, this transformation is very similar because it still has, the tail still pulls off the back and folds out with that weird little bar the same way. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it just, it feels, it feels like a slightly better version of the vintage toy. I want I, I can't wait to get him. I, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to him and, um, the, the shark to con, and I still want to find Galvatron. So. Yeah, I, yet. I gotta say overall, and I think it's probably that I've been a bit choosier with them, uh, I've been really happy with the Transformers that I've grabbed lately. Cool. I think I haven't, other than the uh, Transmutate and the um, Pulse exclusive rack tonight, I haven't bought a Transformer in a little while. I bought one. I'll Ooh, have it get? my show and tell. Are you done, Josh? <laughs> I am done. That wraps it up. So I picked up Wingfinger. Nice. To Wingfinger. complete my fossilizers and of all the fossilizers i like him the least um he's cool but like when you try to combine him and make some weird bone chimera thing the wing finger parts are the parts that i just i can't other than giving your monster wings i'm kind of struggling to figure out like where do i put this giant bird head you know what i mean like it that's like of all the leftover pieces it's mostly wing finger stuff Mm, Um, yeah you know, and as a Transformer, he's weird and cool. But I bought these to kind of make some sort of weird bone monster. Um, so he's the one that's like a little odd. But I do like the new packaging. And I don't know if I threw them out and never noticed, but mine came with a Megatron trading card. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have the trading cards. Yeah. That are, uh, that are stickers. Damn. I like that. I like little oddball packings like that. So um, that is pretty cool. And I'm... I want to get the Thrilling 30 Waspinator, but I think I'm just going to settle for the new Waspinator. Um, I'm a little upset that his his stinger on his butt doesn't have a gun nozzle on it like the Vintage one did. Um, and I'm still kind of thinking about uh, Pterosaur because I had I still have the old Pterosaur and I love him. But this one is, as Josh told me, it's just Air Razor 
with some pterodactyl parts. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I will say that Air Razor Body, though, is a really nice toy. Yes, it is. Yeah, I will the, I will say that, too. Yeah. Wow. The robot body, yes. The beast body, a little clunky. Oh, yeah. Um, so I got... But it's still Skel- a fun little robo-bird. Oh, totally. I got Skeletor from the vehicles, as we previously mentioned. Great toy. One paint app, his eyes are painted. Everything else is just colored plastic. So... It's definitely like a cost-cutting measure, but he still looks really cool. So I have zero complaints. Um, What else did I get? So I found a guy on Facebook that bought a storage locker that was full of toys, and he has no idea what he has. So what he does is, like, once a day, he lists more and more stuff. He said he had, like, 95 boxes of things. And he keeps trying to sell me stuff that I have no interest in. But he'll go on eBay, see what things are selling for, and then try to sell them for that price. And then I talk him down. Um, And originally I went to him, and he had a $5 Aliens vs. Predator Kenner 2-pack. Which I was like, well, 5 bucks, I'll buy it because it's mint on card and I'll put it on display. I have it already like 10 times over. Um and then he asked me, he's like, well, what are you looking in? You know, what do you collect? What are you looking for? And I said, oh, I like, you know, monster toys, things from the 80s and the 90s. And he's like, well, if I find stuff, I'll let you know. Then he sends me a message and he says, I have these micro machines. Are you interested? And I'm thinking like my regular micro machines, I'm fine. But then he sent me pictures of Minton card, aliens and predator micro machine sets, not the heads, which I would lose my mind if he had those, but the Little vehicles with, like, Little Dutch, Little Blaine. There is a set that's got the Alien, Kane. They're awesome. They're impossible to find, and they're really expensive. And this guy sold them to me for 10 bucks a piece. Oh, um, damn. So once he said the price, like, we went, we went back and forth a little bit. He was very willing to negotiate. He just wants to get rid of stuff. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, well, I'm, you know... What else do you got? And then he had Minton Card Spawn stuff. Well, Minton Card in quotations because this is McFarlane Spawn Toys. Um, so my plan is to have a complete set of the first wave of characters and then characters that I loved from further waves because most of mine are gone or they broke. So I got Violator, Medieval Spawn to add to my OG collection that has Clown and Overkill in it right now. So all I need is Tremor and Original Spawn. But then I wanted to get the Felibic brothers, so he had Scourge and Vandalizer. All I need is Vertebreaker, and I've got the Felibic brother figures. And I got one more. Did I? Son of a bitch. You think I would prepare for this? It's a podcast about toys where I bought lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but then when you're going through it, it's that moment of like, what else did I buy? Like, it's literally a giant pile of toys in my basement. So I got three. I got the complete collection of the Predator figures from uh, Micro Machines. And I got two of three of the Alien sets. So all I need is the Aliens. And then I have them all. Uh, So I got... Okay, that's all. Yeah, four of them. Scourge is the Skeleton Fleabic Brother. We all know Violator, Bendy Violator. Medieval Spawn... And Vandalizer, uh, who is the blue flavor brother, and the figure 
comes with the sh- uh, shield covered in spikes. Yeah. So I got those four for five bucks a piece, which unplayed with in package spawn toys. If I can just pose them and not touch them, in theory, they'll be fine. Um, which by my count, I mean, this is how collecting goes off the rails quickly, but all I need is Vertebraker and Malboja, the original Malboja, even though that toy is garbage, just to kind of have it. Um, and then the other two from the first wave of spawn figures, and I think I'm going to be happy. Because I think I still have Freak in a box somewhere. I just have to dig them up. Oh, freak in a like... box sounds funny. Yeah, it yep. sounds like it should be some sort of hardcore song. <laughs> right. Um, I also opened up finally the Neck of Frankenstein figure. And he is beautiful. But I'm having a problem with NECA Ultimates now where it's like you want to use every single head. And they give you enough accessories to make, like, three very distinct figures. Yeah. And I'm kind of torn between, like, what Frankenstein that I want to use. Um, you know, like, do I want Frankenstein with the flowers? Do I want Frankenstein chained to the wall? Do I want goofy face Frankenstein? And then it's like you have to pick and choose which one you want. And I would have used the flowers one if it came with a little girl accessory. Um. But, you know, I, I've got to say, well, I do think they're a little bit overpriced. I I will applaud NECA for releasing those headstand packs. Yes. Uh, because at least you have a way to display the other heads alongside the figure. And if you have a 3D printer, there are tons of free files for various head displays. If you don't want to pay the 20 plus dollars for head displays for NECA, I think you get enough to display like three heads. Um so I've know, seen I've seen the packs as low as ten, but even still, like for three, come on. Yeah. yeah. It's a piece of plastic. It should be five bucks. But it, it is what it is. Um so yeah, I got all that stuff. It's a big hole in my aliens collection that I wanted to fill. But now I kind of have to go back, like I'm itchy to get the rest of the micro machine stuff, which is a pretty expensive beat. <clears throat> so, Let me tell you i also want to fill alien holes <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering where you're going with that i'm like wait how does shatner tie into oh <laughs> it's because of alien holes that's why we seek out new life and civilization to have sex with it i think it's his birthday today and he's going to space. Yeah, he's going to be 90. I don't uh, want this to happen, but how ironic and horrible would it be if he died going into space at 90? Oh, God, I have that same thought. Like, just, uh, uh, <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, that, wow. <laughs> like, wait, I guess that's, you know, the best way for him to go out, but Shatner's dead. Like, well, that happened. Yeah. Okay, so again, this week, guys, no commercials, but I found out who one of our overseas fans were when I got contacted by the Make-A-Wish people. So, ironically, we were making jokes about Make-A-Wish kids and wrestling, and it turns out that we are a dying boy's wish is he wants to be a guest on the show. Uh, He's from, like, 
Moldova or something, some like Eastern Bloc country. And I feel bad that I'm kind of making fun of his home country, but they got a hold of me and they said he is a big fan of toys. And then he found the podcast and it's his one wish to kind of take, you know, be a part of this. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I'm honored. And uh, anything that we can do to kind of like make his life better. So um, his name is Timmy Thomerson. And he suffers from a very, very rare genetic disorder where he was born without a skeleton. So um, his life is kind of like constant pain and agony. And the doctors don't think that he's going to be living much longer as he grows and um, lives life as a boy without bones. But he wanted to be a part of the show. So I said, uh, you know, sure, more the merrier. So um, all they asked is that, you know, we, we kind of uh, wear kid gloves around him because he's 12 years old. So you guys OK with that? Sure. Yeah, I can bring the bring the little jellyfish on. OK, let's uh, let me connect him on. <clears throat> Hi, hi guys! Big, big, big fan, big fan of Count Creepyhead. It. Uh, 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 well, we're we're a big fan of you, Timmy. Say thanks. It's a pleasure to meet you, uh, Josh Alvarez and Mike Hibbard, and that guy that eats the cereal. You That's guys are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Uh, 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 uh. So, um, I, I just want to listen, listen live because I don't know what the next day brings. Every day is a gift from God. And I just wanted to hear the show live. So, I, I might chime in from time to time, but you guys, you go ahead, okay? Sounds good. We're, we're honored to have you. Okay. Uh, if you hear me, I'll try to speak clearly, okay? I uh, think okay. that sounds good, Timmy. All right. I'll, I'll be over here in my bucket. You guys just go ahead. Can, can, can uh, I call you Mutagen Man? Uh, I find that offensive. Uh, I will not use it then. Mutagen Man had a skull. I I don't have a skull. Well, the 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 2012. Well, no, yeah, I guess no. The 2012 version uh, was more lips than anything. Uh, I have lips. I have lots of lips. Uh, okay, you you do the news. I need my oxygen. Oh. Okay, guys. Thank you for having me a part of your show. Glad to thank have you. you. Thank you for being a, a single <clears throat> part. <clears throat> okay. Carry on. Okay, guys. Um, <clears throat> uh, little frog in my throat <clears> there. <throat> Time for the news with everybody's favorite newsman, 
Me. Uh, yay. Oh, I love the news. All right. So today, well, not today, this week, they have been showing off lots of cool horror and Halloween related merchandise because it's October. So the overflow of images and news have started. I Man, will I start. Freaking, uh, there is nothing make, makes me more excited than horror merchandise. I know it's like we should do a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will start. Oh, think- oh wait, uh, you're saying horror. I I was saying horror. Oh no oh, no no. Sorry no. I think I might be on the wrong podcast altogether here. So we're not going to talk about horror. Uh, wait wait guys guys. Oh I mean horses. No horses. Horse. Horses. I I don't want to die a virgin. Uh, are they here? Ladies of the evening, hookers, streetwalkers, anything. Josh, 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 Josh. Yes. Josh. Yes. Yes. I, I, can I ask a favor? Yes. If, if I can find a way to get to, um, to Texas, will you... Take me to the bunny ranch and pick me up and throw me at a lady's booboo region so I can motor about her. <sighs> I, I, you... I, 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 I would do it myself, but I don't have any bones. Uh, well, my only my only question is, would I be able to toss you from the bucket? Uh, I mean, I'm going to die anyway, so. I think I'll, go, it would, I'll go out having fun. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it would. I don't think anyone would see it coming. If like, I think they would expect it to just be water coming from the bucket. Just throw me like a wet towel at uh, like uh, a saucy lady, like that Dolly Parton movie, the best little whorehouse in Des Moines. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. News. News. Yeah. News. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh. So, as I expected, it's the 20th anniversary of Marvel Legends, and Hasbro showed off their first images of the 20th anniversary Captain America figure. And it is a re-release of the previous Captain America figure that was pretty awesome. But now it comes with two new heads, uh, masked and unmasked, some extra accessories for the shield. So there's like bullet effects and a swiping action and electricity that snaps on. So if you don't have Captain America, here's another Captain America. It's like they constantly tweak the figure until he's perfect. Um so this is yet another one. It's a bright blue and red instead of dark blue and white and red. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, and he was wearing a new dress. That's right. Malibu Stacy joke never gets old. Mezco Khan has showed off for us of note. There's a Doctor Doom 112 Collective that nobody's going to get on the show. Same thing for 112 Collective Power Rangers, which are probably the best looking Power Ranger figures to date but they're 112 collective and the five points figures. They have a monster castle playset that comes with the Mezco version of Dracula, 
Wolfman, Frankenstein, the Mummy, and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. So like the radical redesigns of what you're expecting. Uh, like Dracula's got this big handlebar mustache. The creature is a piranha man. You know, it, take it for what it's worth. If these were retail, I'd probably get them, but they're not. Uh, NECA has been showing off every single day later in the day, uh, about eight, ten, eight to nine o'clock at night. They kind of sh- tease something horror related. Uh, so they have showed off pictures of Demona from Gargoyles, who is the second announced Gargoyle figure. This time with accessories, better paint uh, looks cool. But again, I'm not getting into them. Um, there's some under, yeah. under boob sculpt going on with the articulations. Kind of neat. I've never seen that before. Uh, um, under boob articulation. Looks <laughs> cool and creative. Uh, they showed off in package Dr. Herbert West, which uh, is a from the new wave of Toonie Terrors. It also comes with Captain Blake. The Miner from My Bloody Valentine and Elvira, they look awesome. But I think you're getting the idea of what NECA is going to be showing off. Like, stuff you already know about in package every day of the week. Uh, they also showed off Retro Cloth Elvira, who looks awesome. So if you don't have the previous Elvira figures, um, you could argue that the one from muck time toys maybe is better but it wasn't a mass retail figure this one is and it looks pretty cool it comes with a lot of cool accessories and it's elvira you know so like what's not to love uh, yeah take that for what it's worth um let me check my notes here they showed off images from the tmnt reaction wave four oh, which oh, that's so good it looks so good, and really the only thing you're buying it for is Mutagen Man, um, and it looks awesome, and you can make the argument to buy multiple Mutagen Men. Um, also, in line with Reaction, Target is getting exclusive Reaction stuff uh, this fall. I don't know if it's going to be in-store or if it's online only, but some of the cool things you're going to be getting is a Ninja Turtles Christmas set, a Mr. Spock with his hand up doing the live long and prosper. Um, and, and the packaging on that is great. Yeah, it's a giant Spock hand and exclusive carding and variants for the G.I. Joe figures. I think these will be in store for sure. But yeah. like a back metal Cobra Commander um, and a vintage, the silent issue uh, of G.I. Joe with Snake Eyes. Yeah. So that's Snake Eyes. All black. Looks pretty cool. And I kind of want this uh, Ninja Turtles stocking. With it's, the, yeah, if it's a good price, I would say get it. Because all saying, the accessories come off. And Well, I'm always looking for uh, Christmas-themed action figures to set up with my Christmas stuff. Oh. You know, so it's like, I, I like, because, you know, as, as just like a holiday decoration that you can actually play with. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's candy stripe weapons and pizza and Christmas hats on the turtles. So it is pretty cool. I hope it's a good price and it's not like 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Are you listening Hasbro Chrome faced Cobra commander? That, that is, that is back metal Cobra commander. Why don't we have that? Gee, I wonder huh, Hasbro. Uh, da, 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 da. 
There are the Five Points Godzilla figures from Mesco, which are pretty cool, but I don't collect them. But they showed off Godzilla and Hedorah. Uh They also showed off a giant retro plush Pennywise with a like big heavy vinyl head and a plush body. Um, now, I know you said Godzilla and Hedorah, but in my mind for a second, it was Godzilla in a fedora, and I was all about it. Godzilla in a fedora <laughs> fights Hedorah. Hedorah is also known as the smog monster from the super trippy Godzilla vs. Smog Monster movie. Um, Hedorah is also in a fedora. Yes. It's the neck, bur- neck, bur- neck beard versions. This of- is the Godzilla Hedorah fedora set. That's right. <laughs> okay, it rolls right off the tongue. Uh, there are Masters Universe kitchenware, like cookie jars and stuff like that coming out if you have to have everything Masters of the Universe. McFarland showed off images for the Witcher toys from the TV show. Um, take it or leave it, it's their loose likenesses again. Um, but the monster is really cool as this giant spider guy. I watched yeah. the show. With, with a really weird face. Yeah. Um, but you can also tell, looking at the picture, that it is one of the poor, poor quality controlled kind of McFarlane figures where the plastic is all black and they painted over the top of it. So it could just be a prototype, though. Yeah, McFarlane has been doing good things. So give them the benefit of the doubt. And the figure isn't super expensive. The Spider Monster. Um, it's called the Kikimura. So it's like, hey, man, if he turned into a spider, it looks cool. I'm, you know, I love that. It's kind called of thing. a loaf of butter. That's right. <laughs> uh, Hasbro has been slowly leaking out their Fortnite figures, and they are awesome. People have been getting them to review. Um, again, I've never played the game before, but holy hell, these characters look really awesome. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I want that shark. Yeah, there's a shark yeah. that explodes. And it's full of weapons. Uh, there's a character called Ripley that's a walking water guy with a fish inside of him. I have a three and three fourth inch version. He's awesome. I yeah, actually, I have that on the way. <laughs> he's really cool. There is a Black Panther robot woman that's got some really sweet articulations. There's a character called Midas, who is a like man robot thing. Looks awesome. I don't know how else to describe them, but I think they're really cool. And now, instead of being done from Jazzwares, yeah, these guys are going to be from Hasbro on this the, the bigger scale. So, if you missed them the first time, they're they're coming back around. They're cool. Uh, there is going to be an exclusive George Lucas as a stormtrooper for the Black Series. So this is the six inch scale. Looks cool, but as we were talking about earlier, George Lucas is mix, missing his turkey neck. Uh, yeah. Which kind of I want that I, turkey neck. I always associate with George Lucas. He's always had the gobbler. Yeah. And <laughs> he's trying to hide it with the beard, but he's just got his like bullfrog neck that I feel like they're doing him a disservice by not putting that on the toy. I get that it would hang out the bottom of the stormtrooper helmet and be a little weird, but do it anyways. That's where um, he hides his secrets. That's right. All that money from Disney. Uh, NECA has teased prototype images of Toka and Razar. Eh. <laughs> like, yeah, I wasn't too impressed. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably like my yeah. least favorite versions of the characters. And uh, lastly, 
Mego, with their exclusives, has a mutant leader and Brent from Escape from Planet of the Apes, or Beneath the Planet of the Apes, I'm sorry, where Brent, the second astronaut, finds out that mankind has survived underground and they're worshipping nuclear weapons and they all have testicle heads. So <laughs> the figure looks pretty cool. Um, so that is it for the news. Guys, 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 Josh. Yes. Uh, uh, Josh, uh, are you there? I am here, Timmy. Can you hear me? I can this hear is, you. This is Timmy Thomerson, and I want to bring awareness to the Boys Without Bones Foundation. It's my I organization. I think you should do that. It's the least I can do for other boys around the world without bones in their bodies. And I was thinking, I got brave while you guys were reading the news. And I wanted to know, do you guys, do you like to sing? I know Mike likes to sing in the shower. Yeah, but only in the shower. You see, I'm a big fan of the Boogeyman's Closet, and I have my favorite band in the whole wide world. Uh, and I was wondering if you guys would sing karaoke with me. Is, is it too much to ask? It's a wish from a dying boy. <laughs> a boy. A boy without bones. <clears throat> so, okay, wait, 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 wait. Josh. Josh? Yes. Josh. Yes? Josh. Yes. Okay. Hear me out, dude. My favorite band is the New Kids on the Block. And there's four of us right now. And I thought we could each sing a part. So, because I'm the cute one, I'll I'll be Joey, okay? And Josh, Josh, yes, yes. <laughs> you you yeah, you be Jordan, okay? I think I can and, do that. And and Mike, yeah. Yeah, which which Mike? Uh, whatever. You be Jonathan, and and the other Mike. Uh, you you be Donnie. Okay. Okay. And uh, 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 and then Dawn. Dawn could be Danny. We'll, we'll call him Donnie. Wait, no, shit. Uh, Mike? Yeah? You're Danny. Don will be Donnie in spirit. Sounds yes. good. <sighs> okay. I'm going to play the music, and we all sing our parts. It's my dying wish. What's the song? <sighs> I don't know any new kid songs. <sighs> Please, I'm dying. I Can we no do in sync? I have no bones. We're going to sing Hangin' Tough 
from the new kids on the block. Street name NKOTB. It's the latest craze. Okay. Mike, I want you to pick me up and shake me around like I'm dancing. Okay? Please don't laugh at my disability. Hanging tough. Hanging tough. That's what Timmy does when he gets out of the Oh, that didn't sound good. Josh, you shook me too hard. Oh, God. I'm sorry, that's the way I shake my cats. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. I uh, had brisket at Chipotle. Uh, this is embarrassing. Uh, okay, I have a handler, Andre. Uh, Andre, come here. Hi. Yes, what you need. Hi, buddy. Okay, look. You change my diaper, okay? And then we'll let them do the show, and we'll come back. We'll come back. Yes, I clean you. I change you. Okay, I, I promise I'll be back, guys. Don't forget about me. We won't. I won't, for, I won't we, forget, I won't forget you. You are unforgettable, you. Timmy. I'm hanging tough. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're just like all those new kids in Lance Bass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay, guys. You come with me now. We live. Bye. Watch the Bye. bumps, okay? Don't shake that bump too much. You not tell me how to walk, you and Bucket, little man. Don't mind the sounds I jiggle when I move, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, Timmy. Bye. 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 Okay. Well, I like karaoke. Do you guys like karaoke? It's been a while. <laughs> I, I was not prepared for karaoke. Oh, man. I, uh, I have the best karaoke story from a convention that I just remembered that we check the time. I don't want to drag us down too much. Um, I went to, I've alluded to in the past that I worked a lot of conventions like selling at tables with a friend. Um, this guy named Chris, who uh, he ran, he still runs this company called Low Budget Pitchers. And his sole source of income was selling at conventions mostly. Mm-hmm. So he would convince me all the time that it was a good idea to help him sell. Basically, it was like free labor. But I get to go to the conventions for free, and it was like nothing to do. Um, so we went to this convention in Ohio. It was like Dragon Master Con or something. Like some kid with money decided he was going to throw a convention in this podunk town in Ohio. And we all left, got to this convention early, and us and all the guests got snowed in. 
it was like a freak snowstorm in Ohio and none of the guests came because all the roads were closed. Not all the guests, like the people attending the convention. So this kid like pulled out all the stops. He got a bunch of great guests. But there was no convention. So we're all just kind of hanging around. There's no nobody there selling anything. And in this hotel, in the basement, there was a karaoke bar. So things wrapped up really quickly, and everybody ended up in the karaoke bar, drunk, singing karaoke. So it was like vendors, and there wasn't really a lot of vendors. Most of the vendors were also guests. So it was all these, like, no names to anybody but us singing karaoke. And there was Bill Hintzman, the cemetery zombie, Michael Berryman from uh, The Hills Have Eyes, James O'Barr was there the lone gunman from the x-files um lloyd kaufman debbie rashawn trying to think who else oh and alex vincent from child's play it was the the most bizarre thing to see like michael berryman for whatever reason every time i've seen it seen him at a convention he always has the prettiest women with him it's michael berryman so i don't know like how he does it so he's there in this like walmart wolf t-shirt like, you ever see those tie-dye shirts with, like, a wolf howling at the moon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And he would sing, like, On the lonesome highway, east of Omaha, with, like, hot women flanking him. And then, oh, John Russo was there, too. So it's John Russo and Bill Hintzman. Bill Hintzman always, when you go to these conventions, would wear the get-up as a cemetery zombie. And he's sloppy drunk on, like, Miller High Life, like, the cheapest beer they have. And it's making his makeup run around his mouth. So he's got, like, this melted <laughs> makeup face. And he's seeing, like, Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> it was the most surreal thing in the world. <laughs> See him in zombie makeup. Doing, like, just burping and, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, God. I, yeah. You know, like, singing like rhinestone. Oh, God. It was hilarious. Anyways. Oh. Uh, so, guys, I don't know if I'm the only one. I didn't ask you about this. I just kind of put it in the notes. I have a reoccurring dream that I call Toy Hala, where I'm out and about doing whatever, and I find the mother of all toy stores, like like a mirage. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, I have found, like, the last remaining Caldor or Hills or Gold Circle or, like, there's a Toys R Us open. I found it. And I walk in, and it's literally everything ever stacked to the ceiling. Like, I've walked back in time to 1988, and the aisles are overstocked. And it's everything I could ever want, and nobody knows about it. Like, I'm in the middle of nowhere, and it's this well-kept toy store secret, and everything is retail-priced, and I never have any money. That's a nightmare. And it's always like, I got to go to my car and get the money. And then it's gone. Like I go get let my me, wallet, I, I turn around and it's vanished. Let me tell you, I when I was younger, um, must I must have been a, a teenager, probably like seventeen or eighteen, when when I first started really getting back into toy collecting, because uh, because it only cooled off for me for a little bit. Uh, I discovered this shop in North Tonawanda. 
I can't for the life of me remember the name of it. I think it was Lost in the Attic. I believe that that is the shop you're thinking of, yeah. But it was actually uh, it's still around, and oh, it's it? in the mall in Williamsville on transit. It's called What's, What's in, in Your, your attic? attic. Oh no, no, that's a different one. Yeah, okay. that the, this one's Lost in Your Attic. They're lost in the attic, yeah. Yeah, because it was uh, Lost in the Attic was run by uh, two guys who I believe were brothers. Uh, really cool guys. They were collectors, but they also re- uh, like did the convention circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they shared the shop with their mother, who ran like a carpet sales business. So like one half of the store was all like vintage and weird carpets. And the other was a toy shop. And I was out there frequently enough that like I got to know the guys well enough that at times they'd be like hey if there's anything you're looking for like let us know we'll keep an eye out for it we'll give you a good price and their prices Mm -hmm. were always really decent and then one day out of the blue they were like hey you you had mentioned wanting like a a vintage a vintage star destroyer playset right i was like yeah and they're like well we were we've been cleaning upstairs and you know we just have boxes and boxes of parts and we came we came across like the the big box of star destroyer parts if you want to put in the leg work you can piece one together up there and you know we can show you we can we can give you a tour of the actual attic let me tell you that actual attic looked like an almost like what you're describing except for you know in in the mid 90s this is like around the air well i've probably late 90s this is around the era of um monkey face luke with the uh with the weird lightsaber swinging action yeah (laughs) that could chop vader's hand off yep uh so you know i I can't think of what year that was but that that gives you an idea of the time but i went up there and it was fully stocked pegs and shelves full of every action figure toy line vehicle playset you can imagine from like the late 70s early 80s up to current and there were like full toy lines mint and packaged there my god and they like they gave we were cool enough that they gave me free reign because they were like you can like look around you can like rifle through the pegs obviously you know what's going to be fragile or rare so please just like be a good person and don't freaking touch it. Right. And, uh, and they gave me one rule as, as aside from that, which was if there was anything up there that I really wanted, if it had a retail price sticker on it, they would give it to me for retail. Cause they, cause they would always pride themselves on like trying to clean, like clean the, the price tags off. So the cards were mint. Yeah. So it was almost like a game of like find the things we missed. Mhm. But uh I very rarely found things. I did at one po- point find uh the alien it wasn't the dropship, it was the one with the big container on the back. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. The with, Which yeah. oh, the Kenner vehicle, right? Yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. it had like the the KB toys like 8.99 sticker on it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and that was one of the only things I, I was ever able to take advantage of because I wasn't, it, it never crossed my mind to like go through and find those and like just hold on to them and make a killing on them. Me, I just like dug through bins and bins of parts to find a as mint as possible vintage Star Destroyer playset. And then I dug into the bin right next to it and pulled out all the parts for a vintage Star Destroyer playset, which I still have. Like the foam blocks for the trash compactor. Uh, the, the only thing it was missing were the rope swing and the trash compactor bits. Man. Did it have the Minox, the monster? Uh, the Dianaga, yes. Or Dianaga. I consider, I mean, I think a lot of people would. I always fantasize, like, if I'd have the money, I would get a complete loose vintage Star Wars collection. I consider that one of the characters. Yep. Yeah. I actually had it, but I never had the playset. It was one of those things I traded toys for. Yeah, so I've, and I've still got that playset to this day, so, and and they gave them to me pretty freaking dirt cheap, all things considered, because I put in the legwork to pull out the parts. You know, I wasn't prepared for this, but you mentioned this story and it jogged my memory. So I had another friend share a video with me on Facebook. This guy made a blog that not Facebook, YouTube, I'm sorry, that he bought a house uh, at auction or he was paid to clean this house out. And the story was, is this guy was a toy collector, like a hoarder. And he had been for years, but he fled the law. He got busted for like kitty porn or something. Oh. And the house set derelict for years. Uh, it was one of those things like he owned it and the county or never like they never bothered to take care of it. And they finally got around to cleaning this house out and they needed a professional to come and like empty it out before they could pull the copper out and like make it a parking lot. And they told this guy that like if you clean it, you keep everything that's in the house. That was like one of the deals that he made. And it was literally like floor to ceiling, every room of the house, boxes and boxes of carded toys. Oh and he God. was literally like in these videos, he opens a box up and it's like vintage Return of the Jedi figures. Opens another box, vintage G.I. Joe opens another box. Oh, look, it's Buck Rogers and card. And it's like, what? And it's like, what's this in the corner? Oh, it's the Defiant in the box. Oh, look, it's Eternia oh. in the box. And it's this guy that's like, I had to share this on YouTube because it's insane. And that's like that toy hollow dream that you have where it's like, I can't believe that right. you found what you have. Yeah, like, this is amazing. This can't be real. But I, I just had this reoccurring dream of, like, every vintage toy ever at retail. You know, like, $3 yeah. for this G.I. Joe? What? I've I've had similar dreams to that, but it, the one thing that happens to me a lot in these dreams is it's almost always a toy store that looks like KB. um, like Like some weird little hole in the wall in a mall type of shop. And it'll have toys that don't exist. Like, they'll be, like, three and three-fourth inch Jason Voorhees, like, articulated like the old G.I. Joes. Or, like, mm -hmm. there'll be weird stuff like that. And I'll be scooping them all up and, like, gathering them from the pegs, and then I'll wake up. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that wasn't real. Like, but I had them in hand. Yep. Come on. Come on, dream. I have, yeah. um a reoccurring dream fantasy, whatever that I'm in Ohio and I find an abandoned derelict Kenner factory and like I cut a hole in the fence and it's like Indiana Jones style mm -hmm. where I have to sneak in and there's booby traps and I find like a missile firing Boba Fett 
and like yeah. dusty shelves of old toys that's just been sitting there forever. You know, <sighs> man, someday. that would be amazing. I don't know why, but when you said Ohio, I immediately thought of the tick because there's that uh, I forget who him and Arthur were dressed up as, but they were incognito. And some kid was he told that he gave his name and some kid was like, I've never heard of you. And he goes, oh, well, uh, that's because we're from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the tick. Oh, me too. The poor tick, like it can never make it. It's always like two seasons at most and it gets canceled. And I love uh, every time that it's on, you know, like that. The Amazon show is amazing and it yeah. got canceled. Yep. And it's like it's clearly something happened because Amazon's like running wild with the boys. Yeah. And um, invincible. But for you know whatever reason, like the tick just couldn't work. And uh, I love it. It's so irreverent, and quirky and crazy and. Man, I'm going to call you speak that's because you that's do. what you do. <laughs> Spoon. Uh, that that cartoon, man, I remember when I first saw it as a kid, um, it didn't quite click with me. I was just like, what the hell am I watching? And it wasn't until a few episodes in that it started just like, I don't know, it, like I found the right groove for it. And years later, I got the um, the first trade paperback. And man, I fell in love with the comics so hard. Like the comics are so darn funny. And isn't it like drastically different from the cartoon? Um, I wouldn't say drastically. It's it's definitely more like it's lampooning ninety superhero comics. Um, but not to the extreme goofiness of the cartoon. But it's pretty close. Yeah, like I don't <laughs> But also the the cartoon was lampooning the superhero shows at the time, so it was very fitting. Exactly, yeah. So I mean, like there was definitely more more uh, tongue in cheek slapstick in the cartoon than there was in the comic, but it was definitely there in in the comic book. Oh God, one of my favorite things ever is it's in the very first episode when Arthur fr- first puts on the wings and starts flying, and it's just the line delivery of "I am very afraid." one of my favorite moments and it's it's dumb as hell but i laugh every time is when uh it's like the i don't know were they robot santas it was either robot santas or clone santa but like he gets tickets run over by like a giant crowd of santa clauses and he just goes yuletide and he's carried away It's so dumb. It's so funny. We could have it. You know what? I bet the breadmaster would know what a loaf of butter is. He would. (laughs) I bet he would. And Chairface Chippendale is such an amazing creation. A villain with a chair for a head. Yep. Ugh. (laughs) So since this, you know, since this is primarily a toy podcast, did either of you guys have the toys? Yep. Um, I never, I never got any of them, and I, I so regret it to this day. I still have a handful. Don't regret it, Mike, because the plastic is extremely tacky now. Ah. Um, I had Arthur Tick, Man Eating Cow, American Made. Oh man, I could never find Man Eating Cow. Um, KB, like one of their three for ten deals. I just found it. Um, the di- uh, dinosaur Neil. 
I think the sunflower guy, but I was taking him out and messing with him, uh, geez, a few months ago. And the non-hard plastic, so if they had like an action feature where the chest would be hard, that's mm-hmm. fine. But the limbs are very tacky uh, to the point where it's like, I can't put this out because it's just going to be like a dust ball. Gotcha. Uh, but I do have that other tick figure that came out, that like super articulated one um, from that company. They had like one line of superheroes. was like the mask. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the disposable those. assassin. I was never able to find it. I wanted all of them and I couldn't find that line. Um, the guy who ran the company got his start in Buffalo. Oh, wow. I, I cannot remember the name of the company. Let me make a note of this. Um, and he was like notorious for being like a con man. So, God, this had to be 15 years ago. He had a stand at the Orchard Park Mall, the McKinley Mall. And he had these like little block figures that he was trying to sell. And then that quickly turned into like he got licensing for these comic book figures, but he wasn't paying any of the royalties that he was. Oh yeah. To. I've heard about this. Yeah. And he started screwing a lot of people over and then the whole thing went kaput. And I only heard about it because I was on moviemaniacs.net, which was like the place where all the horror toy creators were going. And he tried to get something going with soda toys. And Jerry Malcuso was like, he isn't paying me. And like, they realized the checks were bouncing and he was like talking out of his ass. And like, he got, he got the okay to make Scud or some comic book character with the promise that he was going to pay like a royalty fee and he never mm. did. So the line never took off. But like, I think you could find that first wave very quickly in Toys R Us. And this is right around when Toys R Us was dying. So it was like yeah. a blinking you miss it thing. But I know there was Tick and there was Mucus Tick. Um, and there was also the Max. Yeah, which... that's I wanted him and Scud really bad. Yeah. Um, good toys, but the guy was like a, a D bag. So, uh, I'll have to look. At you know who did make a Max toy? Tom McFarlane. That's right. I, I still have it. It's a freaking great toy. That honestly, yeah. great figure. Yeah, yeah, it and really was. The bag of Izzes, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so fun. There was Jesus. I sold them, but I had every version on card. Of the Maxes. So there's Max with white is, Max with the black is, and the Max with four is is that was yeah, an Amok Time Toys exclusive, I think. And then the bag of is is that came with the red is. Um, all awesome. Great figure. Hollow plastic. So it still holds up today. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't break. One of the very few like McFarlane toys that still holds up. But the Max. Hey. We were going to talk about Toy Hella, and we had a huge sidetrack, as per usual, because that... Although, I feel like we, we did cover a lot of aspects of Toy Hella, because we did... Well, we talked about dreams and also personal Toy Hella things that we've seen, to a degree. And I think right. also, like, what we would see if we would freak out would be Max... Not Max. Uh, tick figures. Yeah. If we saw tick figures at retail, we'd be like, whoa! You know, we'd freak out, so... I would absolutely buy them. The um that that same shop that I had mentioned once before uh in in our uh group chat that has the carded vintage aliens has a handful of carded vintage tick. Josh. Hi, Timmy. I'm back. Josh. Hi. Josh. Timmy. Hi. I got Hi. something I I got something I I need to talk to you about, Timmy. 
Uh, is it euthanasia? <laughs> I, not, I have not, I have something to talk to you about too. You okay. first. You first, buddy. How, well, how about you go first? Guys, guys, uh, I, I have a wish because this is make a wish, and and you gotta help me because I'm dying. And the boy, Boys Without Bones Foundation needs your help. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys. I want to try cannibalism. Oh, that's a tall order, Timmy. Uh, okay. Hear me out. I've always wanted to eat Josh. No. So... <laughs> No. Mike, 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 I need your help, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike. Yep. I have no teeth <laughs> because I have no bones. So what I need you to do is bite Josh, get a big mouthful, and then mama bird it into my mouth. That's not going to happen. Please, I'm dying. I have no bones. But but Josh, you're so well seasoned. Josh, jerky. I'm very well seasoned. I I you know I've been I've been munching a little bit during this podcast, and I've even got like salt bits all over me. So I'm like salted very well too. But I uh, no, I, no. I, I I I heard you taste like cat food and THC. Everything is pain. I, I you just, are not you are not incorrect on my flavoring. I, I just want to try long pork. I, I want to be like the sailors of old. And what if I was shipwrecked on an island with you, Josh? And, and I'll you give thought you, a you long could, porking. And you thought you could trust me. And then I bit your thigh while you were sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Huh? But, but how yeah. would you? You have How no would teeth. you bite my thigh? I gum you. And it's like Brundlefly. My digestive juices would do their job slowly. And then I would I would lick up the remains. That's horrifying. You're, you're horrible. I'm a dying little boy. <laughs> with with if, no bones. If we were stranded on a desert island together... Then uh, I'm afraid I would have to treat you like the inside of an oyster. But I don't like oysters, so it would be a painful process. Josh, 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 Josh. Yes, yes. Uh, go shuck yourself. <laughs> uh, oh, Timmy, that's good. That's uh, good. I'm going to go wobble over to the corner you, and, you... and listen to the show. You you wobble you wobble to the corner. You've got a you've got a bite bite for kid with no teeth. It's not fair because I'm dying. You're breaking my heart, Josh. Uh, uh, see, breaking, breaking my heart. I just want to break your legs and suck the marrow out. It, you know it's it's, it's, uh, it's it hurts to live. <laughs> it it's not. Josh jerky, but I might be able to get you a hobo from the falls. You know what? Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> I'll take it. 
I'll hey see guys, what I can dig up. I'm having trouble breathing. I'm gonna go over here now. Bye. Bye, Timmy. Bye. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so, um, speaking of '90s toys, Mike, I know you've been wanting to cover this for a long time, and it's time. Yay! Are you guys ready to talk about Mighty Max? I am. Oh, hell yes. <clears throat> Mighty Max was a little brother toy line to Polly Pocket, made by Bluebird Toys in the UK, and then brought overseas across the pond to America by Mattel. If you don't have Mighty Max or you've never seen them, I want you to picture... Amazing little, toys. Little play sets that feature, they're all horror monster themed, and they feature the adventures of a little tiny boy named Max and his friends as they try to escape, fight monsters, whatever. Um, they open up, all the pieces fit like a puzzle to get it to close again, uh, but they were usually some sort of cool head, mm-hmm. like a skull head, a zombie head, a robot head that would give you some sort of a preview of what Mighty Max was going to play with on the inside. I have to admit, when Mighty Max came out, I was kind of too cool for this kind of stuff, but I loved them. And they were also a little expensive, and my money was going towards, like, alien toys or video games. Um, Having said that, I found it at a garage sale. I have Skull Mountain, and that's my only Mighty Max thing. Oh, man, that's such a good thing, though. Yeah. It is. It's pretty complete it's missing some stuff but it's a sweet playset. up um what are your memories guys mike oh this is your baby I, I had i had a bunch of these um what actually got me turned on to them were the the horror heads um those were the the little i want to say they were like 5.99 so it was yep. more expensive than a gi joe so that's why it was like really hard to drop the money on these things but there was one, and I'm trying to find a picture of it. Um, Describe it. It was a uh, okay. It was like For, a. Oh, not to not to sidetrack, but can we all just take a moment and laugh at it was five ninety nine, so it's more expensive than a GI Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like let's let's all just pause and enjoy that for a moment. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, here it is. I found it's it's the Skull Warrior. It's a um. It looks like a weird cybernetic vampire head. Yeah. Oh, I had that. And yeah, it's like it's on the inside. It has a little like the the eyeball of the head becomes like a little flying cannon. And then there's like a cybernetic monster and then Mighty Max. Um, So I got that and that just hooked me like I, I needed more of these. So I immediately went out and got like several more of the horror heads, including uh, one of my favorite ones. Zomboid. No, no, I didn't. Oh. I, Zomboid was great, but I didn't like the uh, the monsters it came with. Okay. Because because it was just like a, a brain with eyes and like a weird slug looking thing. Um, I mean they were cool, but it was the robot invader. That's the one that I like. I fell in love with. It's this cool silver robot who actually has like one point of articulation, you know, hinges at the legs. But it has this weird octopus brain robot that reminded me of Brainiac. And um, that was basically that became like the the linchpin for my little play pattern with this. Like those those were the two villains sending Mighty Max to the different 
you know, like fright zones or doom zones or whatever they were called. Yep. Um, and so like that, I started buying the bigger ones. Um, the my favorite of the bigger ones was the uh, the I think it was called the Palace of Poison or the Venom Temple or something like that. It was the snake. Yeah. Because uh, the, I'm on the Wikipedia right now. It is the Palace of Poison. Palace of Poison. There we go. Um, all I remember was it looked cool clothes because it looked like a coiled up snake. But when you opened it up, it had like there was this big um, pit in the middle with a scorpion and like a, like an Ark of the Covenant type thing. Yep. yep. And like a bunch of snakes and skeletons. And then there was the uh, the, the one sidewall where they had like um, I want to say there was like a, a pharaoh monument up at the top. But there was a tomb that opened up and you had a little mummy figure in there. And then there was a, a uh, like bone rope that went across from the top tier of that to the, the snake's open mouth where there was, I believe a treasure was in there, but I had so much fun playing with that thing. And then I had like, I had a bunch of the other ones. I had the dragon one. They came with like a little grim reaper looking dude. And this cool dragon that fit inside of a cave that I didn't even realize that how deep that cave was <laughs> until I got it. Um, the, right, that actually like fit the dragon. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, and like you, if you took the dragon out, you could put the Grim Reaper guy and Mighty Max both in there, and they would like disappear into it. Like it was a deep cave. Um, but I had the the skull with the Igor and Frankenstein. Um, which that was, arguably was one of the best. Oh, yeah, skull uh, skull dungeon. I think it was that that was that was fantastic because it was it was the old. Frankenstein lab like it had the little uh, the electrical pylons and all that like it was just such a great setup I had the moving bookcase like the hidden passage um I had the uh, the alien place I think it was the ice aliens they came with like a that little was, freeze that was another great one it was so cool I loved the little the little uh, bad guy that it came with like I the the alien monsters were cool too but the little Mr. Freeze looking dude was awesome yeah, especially because you could take the little helmet off. Yeah. Well, the little upper part of the body, rather. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm looking at it now. God, these are awesome. And then one of the ones that uh, became a, a fast favorite of mine was the um, the spider one. I forget what it was called, but it, it looks like this very pregnant spider when you close it. Like, it's got all these, like, bubbles on the back of it. Like, it's carrying all this spawn. And then you open it up, and it's this giant spider and it comes with like a little spider dude, like a four-armed monster, and he could ride on top of the spider. And then there was like this weird like transmutation chamber, and oh, it was such a fun playset. It's but, something people really forget about these is there are so many of them. Oh yeah, man, there really were. There there was a ton. Now I didn't get much into Wave Two. I only had a handful of the horror heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get any of the Doom Zones, but there were some really oh, cool ones in, in let the me, wave. Let me pull up the, because I can, I can fill in things there. There is Mighty Max Swats the Fly. There is Traps Radis. There is Grips the Giant Hand. I, I remember that one. It was a giant, like, Frankenstein hand. Yes, I, I never had it, but wanted it. Oh, um, man, it was so good. Yeah, and that's got, like, this insane dragon, and there's, like, evil dead skeletons, and it's crazy. Uh, there is Lashes the Lizard, which is another, like, it's a giant gecko, and inside yep. of it is the bones of this giant gecko and the guts, and 
that's really cool and crazy looking. There's the Nautilus, which is a really cool like undersea lab gimmick with a cool crab monster for him to fight. And the Cyber Skull. Although that was actually Series 3. That's what I'm reading, is the oh, from Series 3. The Monster Heads, there's the Zombie Commando, which is like a zombie holding a knife to his face. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mecha Crawler, which is this weird toxic mutant thing. Oh, God, I remember seeing all these. The Gorilla Bat, uh, which is a big vampire monster. The Imperial Dragon, which is a cool, like, Serpents of Set kind of gimmick of a snake head. The Phantasm, yep. which is another demon king thing going on. And the Basilisk, which is a giant dragon-snake monster combo that, you know, comes with Max. There's also the Shrunken Heads, which are like the keychains, essentially, that had just oh, Max yeah. and opened up. I forgot about those. I remember seeing those, but never buying any. Because they didn't really do anything. It was just like you got Max and a head that opened up. Yeah. But it, I'm not sure. Like I'd have to pull it up, but I think the Max, the Maxes that it came with, were like aged up a little bit, and he had like different like, like I want to say like one had boxing gloves and yeah. one was like holding a slingshot or something. I'm looking at them right now. So the Fang set comes with Max. It's like Max doing different stuff. Boxing gloves. He's got a sword, a slingshot. Yeah. Um. And then there's the Action Masters, which were the robots that you could ride inside of. Remember those? Oh, man. Oh, Battle I had Warriors. Those. Yeah, I, I, had, I wanted those, but never got them. I had it, and I didn't know it was Mighty Max. I had the Hydra. And I thought it was like a Chap May, like, cheap-looking dragon. I never knew it was actually a Mighty Max toy that opened up. I had the Hydra and the Lava Beast. Yeah. The Lava Beast was the one that I always, I always looked at and never pulled the trigger on. So I can fill in a couple of the the series two Doom zones that that we skipped over. Do it. Because I had the uh, I had the Dino Lab, which okay. was a really cool like evil Dino Lab. It came with a pterodactyl that you fill, uh, fit in, and it was the uh, the horn of the Triceratops that it folded down into. Oh, nice. It was really there was a little volcano that like folded in with like a laser weapon that came out of it. That's cool. Yeah, it, that one was a lot of fun. Um, I had the uh, Mighty Max Outwits the Cyclops, which came with a giant crawling eye. See, now that one I remember. I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a picture. Oh, yeah. OK, here it is. Yeah. His mouth grossed me out when it was closed because it looked like maggots were crawling out of his mouth. Oh, see, I loved it because you could open the mouth up on it while it was closed. Ooh, it just looked so gross. <laughs> As a uh, I kid, I grossed out. I did have the uh, the the zombie hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it from Wave Three? The uh, I've I've got the list up here. Grips the hand. Yep. Which was awesome because it like opened up with a haunted tree and there was a little graveyard with a crypt and a zombie that you could put in it. Yeah. Man, that one was awesome. Uh, I had the uh, Mighty Max caught by the man eater. Which oh, was, uh, oh man, that one was so cool because it opened up into like this little shark ship. So when you closed it, it could still be a ship. Yep. And yeah, that one was one of my, one of my favorites. And I did have some of the bigger play sets too. I had, I had Skull Island. Um, I had the, uh, Dragon Island. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Dragon Island was cool. Drag, yeah, I remember seeing that thing. It was awesome. 
and, but weirdly enough, my favorite of the play sets was uh, Terror Talons. Really? Let which was take a look. It was a spaceship. Oh, yeah! That, and my favorite thing about it was the fact that when you opened it up, there was, like, the weird giant head thing on the inside. And the main villain figure in the set could be hidden on top of it like its brain. Oh, I'm awesome. looking at it now. That's really cool. I, n- I never even saw this one. And it always reminded me of, like, the villains at the end of Doom where you had to blow up the brain. Yep. <laughs> so that, like, that automatically became, like, the control ship that was controlling everything from above, and it was really the brain that was behind everything. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, at Wave 2 of the uh, Horror Heads, and man, I forgot how freaking cool two of these were. I only had two. I, I, I wanted some of the other ones and never got them. But I had the Gravedigger one, where it was, um, trying to find the name here, uh, survive, uh, yeah, Mighty Max Survives Corpus, uh, Survives Corpus. Um, it's got a little Gravedigger dude and, like, a, uh, just like a, a tall zombie. Um, and the inside is, like, an open, cri- an open crypt. And then there was the, um, the one with the axe man. I'm trying to think of what it was called. Lockjaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a dude with an axe. And yep. it opened. It always reminded me kind of of uh, the villain from Clock Tower. Um, I know he has scissors and this guy has an axe, but he has that similar, like, hunched over, weird looking vibe to him. But, uh, yeah, those were great little toys. Which is doubly funny because, like, the little villain that comes with that is a little guy wielding an axe. And yet there is the playset called uh, Mighty Max Hammer's Axe Man that yes. comes with a little vil- villain wielding primary he has a little tiny axe but he is primarily wielding a chainsaw yeah i never had that one but <laughs> yeah. so where, where what am i missing here yep did they not understand what an axe was <laughs> probably it's, mid-tell marketing i just i i think it's great like this is one of those lines that again in the 90s was riddled with this you had stuff that doesn't seem like it should be marketed at children. <laughs> and yet yeah. it was like, these were all very like heavy horror centric. And like, I don't know if you guys remember the cartoon at all, but yeah, the, the car, like people died in that cartoon. Yeah. Like a lot of them opened with like monsters killing somebody. <laughs> and like, you know, before mighty max arrived at the, whatever the doom zone was of the week. And it's like, yeah, that this was kind of violent, but again, the nineties was riddled with that kind of thing. Like look at all of the Nicktoons, like how dirty those cartoons were. Yeah. I hate to tell you this to you guys. So I just went on eBay. I'm like, what, uh, Mighty Max? Let me see if I can buy some. Oh there yeah. They're stupid. Nothing under a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. 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 No, I've looked. Um, there, there was a period of time where Caleb was really into like really tiny little figures yeah. And um, like, so I was like, oh, wait, he's he's really into these little blind box figures. Let me see if I can dig up some old Mighty Max stuff, because I have no idea where mine are. And um, I went on eBay and I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> They're yeah. way too expensive. And a lot of these are from the UK, like mm-hmm. a lot of these collections. So it's like the shipping is just insane. Uh, yeah, this is going to be unless I get lucky someday at a garage sale or something or an estate sale of like 
grandma's selling Junior's Mighty Max collection. It's not going to happen. You could also get the figures individually in, like, sets of, like, six. Yeah, and seven. I wish I had have known about that at the time, because I never saw those. Heroes and Villains yeah. collections. I think these were in the... No, no, it was Michigan. Where you got, like, they repackaged characters from other toys, but they also put in Virgil, the owl guy. Yep. And an exclusive version of Max. Um, yeah. Yeah, I never... Man, even if I had these, I would have lost a lot of these pieces. Whoa, look through, uh, oh, oh, yeah, no, there, there are a couple on, uh, Facebook Marketplace that, I mean, some, some are just the shells, but there is a complete, a relatively complete, uh, Mighty Max Dino Lab for 30 bucks. Hmm, that's not too bad. Now for the best kind of podcast, has, has where we look at stuff figures. on Facebook. <laughs> has, has all the minifigures. Uh, little, the uh, the bat-headed vampire uh, horror head for uh, seventeen ten with uh, both you know, minifigures. I feel like this is something that either Funko or Super 7 could jump on and, and release. You know, like the, the, I feel like the nostalgia level is there. You know, and and there's really not a lot in the market right now like this, like the fold out playset. Well, they brought Polly Pocket back. I don't understand why they don't just bring Mighty Max back. You know, it's yeah. funny, I was looking into the history of this. Mattel bought the license of Mighty Max from Bluebird. They own it. There's like there's no like legally stopping them from doing it. They just for whatever reason don't feel like it. I think it would sell like hotcakes. Yeah. I, I really do think so, because because this is one of those things. It it not only invokes imagination play, um, so kids are going to grab onto it. Like, I feel like this is something that if it had come out about two or three years ago, Caleb would have been all over them. Um, it invokes great imagination play and parents are going to like it because it folds up into a neat little, you know, clothed piece. So you're not going to have pieces everywhere. Yep. You know, like, I feel like it's just win plus nostalgia. Yep. Oh, for the parents I mean, that had it. For people like for people like us, yeah, it'll be we'll be buying them as well. But <laughs> but no, this was again, this was a play pattern that was very big in the '90s. Going back to what you were saying earlier, Mike, about buying the aliens from stuff from uh, was it Galoob that did that? Yep. I mean, they also had the the Star Trek ones. They had the Star Wars ones. I had a ton of the Star Wars micro machine stuff. I um, wish we had gotten the uh, the big. Uh, the big action master, not action, yeah, action master playset. Was that what they were called, action masters? Yeah, action no. master. Like what places? Yeah. There's a lot of Star Wars playsets. Yeah, I I had I had a lot of the the fold out heads. Like I had the stormtrooper, the R two D two, um, the Vader one was the Death Star, right? Yep. Yeah. Or maybe was that was a stormtrooper. I think there were a few Death Star ones, to be honest. Because I, I know oh, I yeah, had no the... Vader. Vader was Bespin. Vader was Bespin. Okay, I thought Boba Fett was Bespin. Boba Fett was a different area of Bespin. Vader was the one you could knock him out the window. Okay, yes. Okay, I did have that because I didn't have Boba Fett. I wanted Boba Fett and I never got him. Um, I had Vader uh, R two because I love I loved the Tatooine playset um, with Jabba's palace. Oh, man, and that, that one was so good. It was so much fun. Yeah, because it came with the Sarlacc. Or no, it, yeah, did it? The Rancor. The, the Rancor. Rancor, yeah. There was like a, yeah, that was a really cool set. 
And you actually had the trap door, and then there was the gate that you could let the Rancor out of. Um, and then, yeah, then I had the actual Rancor that could eat the figures, and then you could pull his little tail flap open yeah. and poop them out. That was yep, the I love that toy. Rancor. Teresa owns it. Oh, she has I it in her Rancor toy. collection. It's a, I great had a great toy. That, the AT-AT, uh, the ATST, like, but yeah, those those uh, uh, Micro Machine Star Wars figures, like, I had a, a ton of them. In fact, that was one of those collections that my mom started for me because she she's always loved miniatures. And um, one Christmas, she saw the uh, the little, you know how they used to have the vehicle packs? I think it was like three or four vehicles. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she got me one that had an X-Wing. Because, you know, as a kid, the X-Wing was, like, my favorite toy. Um, so she got me that, and I thought they were awesome. So I went out and got a couple more. And then, like, every birthday or Christmas, she'd find, like, some kind of Micro Machine Star Wars thing to give me. And um, I just had, like, a big collection on my shelf. And one of the things I remember doing with them, like, playing, was uh, when the uh, Spawn manga series came out. I had the Curse and uh the regular spawn figure and i pretended those were giant mechs and i had the x-wing and tie fighter pilots and i were there piloting them oh that's cool <laughs> like it's just you know it was a lot of fun but yeah the, these mini figures with big plays like fold-out play sets that's just something you don't see anymore no it's cool and like the girls get all the good stuff and we just have transformers <laughs> uh. Now, if you were to hear my wife say it, uh, the boys get all the good stuff. She's she's still waiting for them to properly re-release Gem and She-Ra. Well, they tried. They made the dolls with She-Ra a little while ago, but nobody bought them. Well, and then well, they, she was pissed about that because she's like, why didn't they? Because they did that two pack of Catra and She-Ra. And I think it was like an online exclusive where they were like the five inch figures. Yep. And she was waiting for those. She's like, oh, man, they're going to do the, the whole line. Like, And she loved the cartoon. So she was waiting with bated breath for that figure line. And then they never did it. They released the big dolls. And she didn't want those. <laughs> yep. If they had just released a figure line, it would have sold. Yep. And then yep. as far as as far as Gem goes, like, I don't know what the hell Hasbro is sitting on. Like, I mean... They they released the uh, high end like fashion dolls of Gem, and mm-hmm. those things are like two hundred dollars, and they sell out immediately. Like yeah. like you people pre order them and then they're just gone, you know. And my my wife has like three of them, um, and they're I mean they're amazingly detailed dolls, but like Hasbro is basically sitting on a gold mine if they were to just do some kind of like gem anniversary and re-release the dolls or release new versions of the dolls i guarantee you women in our age group would go haywire for these things well equally like i'm sure the molds are long gone but they could re-release all of the original mighty max stuff and people would be all over it right they shouldn't change a thing and just put them back out there so we could buy them yep and mike josh is right if you look on facebook marketplace you will not be disappointed. Oh, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm going to end up spending money. <laughs> Although, to be fair, they're relatively for for complete, generally complete Mighty Max pieces. Whoa. What was that? Oh, God. Oh, God. Timmy. I don't know what that is. Timmy. Little Timmy. 
You guys, he's flatlined. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Timmy. We never got to grant his wish. What do we do? Uh, 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 oh, no, can, Timmy. Can, is, is, uh, oh, God. Uh, he's still with uh, us. Guys, oh God. Uh, sorry, sorry. Part of my condition, boy without bone syndrome, sometimes I have massive organ failure. It's okay, though, I'm back. You, if you oh. just give me a good kick, sometimes I come back alive. You scared us, Timmy. Thanks to my manservant, I'm okay. Guys, this might be it. I see a light, and there's naked women with wings. This might be my time. I have one last wish. You're looking at phones, stupid child. No, no, I have a wish. Please grant my one request. Please, Josh. Josh. Yes. Josh. Yes. 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 I I have a wish. My wish is, can you find Jesus and kick him in the balls for making me this way? Just tell him, like, it's not fair making a boy without bones. I could have had a normal life, but I have to live in a wheelbarrow. So, can you do that? Can you can you go to heaven and kick him in the dick for me? You know what, Timmy? For yeah. you? Yeah? I'll nail his dick to a cross. Thanks, man. You're a pal. Okay, yeah. I think I think I have to go to the hospital. I'm so cold. Okay. This stupid child sitting on ice. I'll, I'll take I'll, you to hospital. Thanks, guys. Be sure to tag me on Facebook when you put up the episode. I sure will, Timmy. Someone will. Okay. I'm going to wave my floppy armless, my floppy boneless arm at you to say goodbye. Bye, guys. Just there's Bye, a visual Timmy. visual for you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Timmy. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, then. That was odd. Hopefully, we don't have to do that again. Oh, dear. <laughs> Whew. In my head, it's hilarious. I don't know how this is going to play out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling many people are going to be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, God. Have you guys, I mean, me, have you ever seen me. the Mr. Show skit where if the metal band has a song called Try Suicide? Yes. And yes. I takes a bath in acid, and he's got like <laughs> these floppy burnt noodle arms. <laughs> I was just thinking of that and how hilarious it was, and it just went from there. And then make a wish, and how horrible that is to make jokes about. And I thought, let's do it. See, I immediately thought of uh, there's an old. Um, I want to say, well, not even that old. It's like from 2012. 
it's a issue of House of Fun by Evan Dorkin. Yeah. And um, he has a, a few strips toward the back where it's uh, failed make a wish um, wishes. And there was one of them was like cannibalism. Um, another one was like deliver me Katy Perry and instructions on how to do sex to her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really funny. See it. It vaguely reminded me of the way like most of the general population speaks in Invader Zim, where they all have that that weird like strain, like it hurts them to think. Yes. It's just oh, can, can I take your order? <laughs> yep. Yep. Good times. Uh, so oh. sorry for cutting you off. Uh, you know, I just thought it would be funny to have him die randomly in the middle of us talking. And I, I had am like so confused. I had the beep beep beep, but like it glitched and it went right to the beep. <laughs> uh, okay. So oh. um, Hall of Fame. You guys got your <laughs> nominations. Indeed. I'm, I'm done with Timmy, by the way. He's uh. He's died. <laughs> come back. Timmy is dead. But uh, if you guys would like to make donations to the uh, Boys Without Bones Foundation, uh, just send me a message and I'll uh, I'll send you their Kickstarter, whatever. <laughs> Go fund me. It's not porn. It's definitely not porn. Uh, so this week, the winner was Mr. Bones Candy. It beat Krang, which I was wow. not expecting. Um, I think Nostalgia won the day with uh, some of our listeners. Uh, and people, Krang got a lot of votes, but Mr. Bones got more. Damn his bones! I know, man. What the heck? Well, you know, everybody loves candy. Not everybody loves toys. Yeah, that's right. It's true. Except for diabetics. Da, 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 da. Yay! Um, da, 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 diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John. Um, so, you guys got your picks. I guess because I won, I will go first. My nomination for this week's Toy Hall of Fame is Boglins, in particular, Vlob. V-L-O-B-B. Nice. Oof. Gotta love them. They are back out as King Boglins or something. They, like, changed the names a little bit for licensing reasons. But if you don't know what a Boglin is, it's this weird legless gremlin monster. You stuck your hand up its butt. You can control its eyes, and you fed it peas. I always remember the commercial where this kid's like, (laughs) Eat your peas, Boglin! And then he (laughs) force-feeds him his vegetables. Um, but they're made of like a soft rubber. They're great. And unfortunately, the old toys did not pass the test of time, and most of them have fallen apart. But if you want them again, Boglins are back. And, and they are they are being made by the original uh, creator of them, uh, Tim yep. Clark. You can yep. get them at Walmart.com, of all places. And he has a Boglin. He's got the ones with, like, there's the pumpkin Boglin, the skull Boglin, and there's a Boglin with... Um, Captain Spaulding, yeah, testicles. Captain Spaulding face paint, and or Pogo the Clown because they're very similar. 
but it's just yeah. cool looking if you're a horror fan. So, uh, Boglins, my pick. Uh, so they, they actually used to kind of creep me out. I I remember being in Hills and terrorizing my mother that I wanted the Boglin lobster really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And I would not leave the store until she got it for me. And she finally buckled and got it for me. And I played with it for five minutes and thought it was stupid. <laughs> I was like such a little kid dickhead thing to do. And I, I just wanted this giant lobster because I wanted the claw that moves. You know, a plastic uh, clawful kind of claw going on. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kill my G.I. Joes. And it got boring quick for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I mainly wanted it for the same reason to kill G.I. Joes. And it was I, I didn't get that one. I had I think it was Drool was his name. The like tan and purple one. Yeah, there's. Vlob, Dwork, and Drool. Yeah. Among other ones, but Boglins. Josh, I will let you go next. Uh, you know, I'm going to pull from the episode. Can Mighty you Max? Guess? I'm going to go Mighty Max. Uh, I'm going to go specifically Skull Dungeon. Cause that that, amazing choice. That sticks out as the most played with Mighty Max set from my childhood. Uh, as much as I loved the bigger play sets, I always went back to that Frankenstein lab. Yeah, that's it's an awesome set. Mike, what about you? Well, uh, Josh kind of stole my uh, <laughs> I was going to go Mighty Max, but oh, I do will... it. Go Mighty Max. Let's compete Mighty Max against each other. OK, all right. Well, then I will go. Uh, I was going to say the Palace of Poison, uh, my, my my personal favorite from the line. Um, that... I adore that that set. That that would be my my second second choice there. So <laughs> I am really interested to see which one. Uh, even if neither of them win, right? Which will get more votes? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested. Should I, like I pick a Mighty Max set? Oh, do it. Let's go Mighty. Let's go all Mighty Max. All right. And I also <laughs> forgot to mention the prize for this week, so I have to do that, and then we can wrap this up. All right, I am going to go with Mighty Max Grips the Hand. Nice. Man, these are all amazing ones. Okay, so I forgot to mention our prize this week. Last week, I got the final issue from the first story arc from the Aliens comics. So you get issues one through six that uh, and actually the last issue finally gets around to telling the story and wrapping things up pretty coolly coolly nicely whatever um the first five are like what are they doing with this why is this just action every issue and it finally gets to the story and it's really cool um so i was very impressed with it but you get to read it if you win this month's prize pack but guys i have a question for you do you like zombie movies well of course josh you like zombie movies right oh yes Everybody likes zombie movies, but guess what? I like zombie movies. If you had to give it a scale of 1 to 10, I like them at a 10. That's why, for this month's prize pack, you don't get one zombie movie from me. You get 10 individual zombie DVDs and one Blu-ray. Are you guys ready for the breakdown of this epic collection of zombie movies this is an instant horror movie collection if you don't have a horror movie collection you're going to have one because it's october here's what you're going to get 
Dawn of the Dead on Blu-ray. Not Blu-ray. Dawn of the Dead on DVD. This is the remake Dawn of the Dead from the 2000s. It's pretty good. Good flick. Mm-hmm. The trees have eyes. It's not just the hills anymore. It's the trees. <laughs> After your review, I'm very curious about it. Um, It's people in the woods, and they're zombies. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Anger of the dead. This oh, time, boy. This time, the dead are angry. Anna of the Apocalypse. Oh, a that's a good movie. Christmas musical zombie flick. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. American Zombieland. It's Zombieland in America. <laughs> the Last One's Out, a Shudder original South African zombie movie. It's just okay. 28 Weeks Later, the much underappreciated sequel to 28 Days Later. Yes. Are you guys a fan of the movie Zombie? The Lucio oh, yeah. Falci classic. Did you know that they made amazing sequels <laughs> that Siskel and Ebert gave thumbs up to? Well, guess what? You can own Zombie 3 and Zombie 4. Holy moly. I know. I'm excited, too. That's a lot of zombies. That and is. the last one. Some of these have been opened. I hope you don't mind. Some of them have been sealed completely, and they might have been bought at Dollar Tree. Whatever. And number 10, the best one in this collection, the Shriek Show Blu-ray of Burial Ground. Oh. You're not a horror movie fan until you've watched Burial Ground. <laughs> and that's a good kind of laugh that Mike's making because Mama Mama These rags smell of death <laughs> Mama you can burn them Oh good old Peter Bart titty jerky You're not a fan of pepperoni You will be after this movie <laughs> All I'm going to say <sighs> Burial Ground In my top 10 zombie movies So I'm going all out because it's October. You're going to get six alien comics and ten. Ten. One, two, three, four, five. Count it on one hand. Zombie movies. And we're that's, only halfway through the month. That's a hell of a giveaway, folks. What do we got to do? Ask some of them street walkers that Timmy wants into the mix? Yeah. Well, we st I mean, there's always next week. Timmy probably was going to ask to win this contest as his wish, but he had massive sudden organ failure because he has no bones. Boy so now no a bucket of Timmy is going to be part of the prize. That's right. A boy with a 12 year old boy with no bones in a bucket. Yep. Good times. All right, guys, put him, up, put him on news sprint. <laughs> Make it like silly putty. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this has been a very, very strange episode 17. And um, thank you for listening. We will be back next week where I think we are going to talk in length about Beetlejuice toys. Oh, and it will be episode 18. That's right. Did you guys know the number after 17 is 18? 
That's Whoa. crazy. Math. I didn't know this until my daughter went to the first grade and she told me. Seriously, like if you add seven to seven, you will not get 18. Because Son of a bitch. Uh, but but that's what you will get next week because that's what episode it is. Yes. Awesome. All this right, ramble has been brought to you by marijuana. <laughs> is that part of that there common core math? <laughs> uh, that's that's part of the uh, common pot math. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Is that why I heard the lovely sounds of the outdoors there for a little while there, Josh? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was wondering what was going on there. I, you know, I just needed to be surrounded by the birds for a few minutes. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap this up. This is Mike saying thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Okay, guys. Oh, God, kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Josh, don't let Timmy eat you. Uh, Josh, kill it with fire. Josh, Josh. Josh, Josh, yes. can you just put your finger in my mouth? <laughs> can I, can I suckle, can I suckle you, please? <laughs> oh my God, that broke me. <laughs> Bye guys. Time for it. No, Count. Not even you will remember that you spelt creepy head with a K to avoid being sued by Play-Doh. Count. Facebook and Instagram likes please you, so grant me my friend request. And if you do not listen, to hell with you!